if I just say like you know dick or something I don't know <laughs> I don't know what you two talk about I don't listen to your podcast I don't listen to your podcast I got lies lies Hello and welcome to episode 17 of The Variety Show. I'm Pete and this is Matt. Hello. Good, well done. (laughs) Um, We've got a very special episode today because we've got our very first guest. Yeah, we're uh, thrilled. Yes. I mean, we're thrilled. (laughs) Yeah, no one's buying that. Um, It only took a global pandemic. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) He has agreed to come on under certain conditions. One, that we stay out least two miles away from him um, during the recording and that we only refer to him as we always do as our mutual friend hello our mutual friend <laughs> I want to say that that rule was one that you set up uh, it was technically Matt Matt was concerned about <laughs> Matt was concerned at the start of this that if we kept talking about people using their names they might sue us even though they were our friends I see I mean, <laughs> yes, not sue us, just, you know, hate us. But also, um, like, we also haven't really helped things out because we have three different people that we refer to as our mutual friend. No, we don't. I'm the only We've one got two. Say. Who's well, the third? Uh, well, I can't say their name. We've just established that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so um, we'll have cut all of this out. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so all we'll have done is introduce our mutual friend. I know our mutual friend. Are you gonna are you gonna bring my mic down really low as if I'm <laughs> We don't have uh. we don't have the money for that level of car crash. Um okay, so we've brought you on because you are yes. a Eurovision fan and you mm-hmm. have Understatement. A slight understatement, because, of course, you you do come from a Eurovision dynasty. I do uh, indeed. Would you like to explain your credentials to the boys and girls listening? Uh, I can. So my claim to fame, and actually, I need to... I'm going to take my time to say this, because I need to make sure I get the right year. Because accuracy is something we really value on this podcast. Yeah, and it was 1985. Uh, um, It wasn't like that. So you're wrong. So my claim to fame is that uh, in the 1986... Eurovision Song Contest. My mum was on the UK jury. Oh, that's good. And, and just a quick question. Very good. Um, just mixing up the segments. Does your mother know how much dick that fact has got you? Um, I think she does. I think know. she does as well. <laughs> I think I've told you before that I use that as I told her before that I use that on like dates. If someone says like I'm a fan of Eurovision. I put that out yeah. there and I went on a date a while back this is years ago now with somebody who was like oh I love Eurovision it's great and I went great here's my fun fact he went oh that's cool so I left I mean <laughs> I think I think I think we all know you made oh right that's choice. cool it's not fucking cool I mean, if you're a Eurovision fan that's more than cool I mean knowing your mother I feel like she might have like agreed to be on the jury purely knowing that her gay son would get dick from it in the future probably she probably was thinking I'm going to have a kid yeah. in a few years and he's going to live for this <laughs> <laughs> yes um, yes, so she is a yeah massive. She, she's not. She I, the story is that she works for uh, BBC. She works for uh, British Airways, and they had a client with the BBC. And the bloke who works at Eurovision is obviously a super homo, and my mum is equally a super homo. So um, he's like, oh my god, darling, come to Eurovision with me. You could be the London member for uh, the jury. And she turned up, got wasted, made a bit of a tit out of herself, and. Uh, Voted for the worst song of the competition. <laughs> what did she vote for? She voted for Cadillac, 
um, a song by Valentino. Hang on, different rounds. Valentino. Da, 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 da. Valentino is a song by Cadillac. There we go. Okay. And they got one point from the UK jury, and Mum gave them her twelve. So clearly, <laughs> no one else thought it was any good. <laughs> That's my very fun Eurovision fact. I would like to establish my credentials. Uh, my credentials for this is that I have actually slept with someone from a UK jury, but it wasn't your mother, <laughs> unless she's a bit younger and grew a beard, which is possible. Who knows? Pete, I mean, what are your credentials? I came up with the idea of having a podcast. Yeah, and I'm the only one who's prepped for this. On my other credentials, I've been to the show twice. Yeah, just saying. I've been Thank once. You. Matt, how many times have you been? Okay. Pete, hang on, hang on. I just want to clarify, Pete's been once. What Pete means is he went to the jury yeah. final once, which is basically like not even bothering. Go. I also went to both semi-finals. I mean, I've been to both. I've been to two finals, darling. And? That's what really matters. Yeah. Look, I just think this kind of competition is silly. You know, no competing about how many times you've visited, as if yeah. that makes a difference. How many times have you been, Matt? I don't think that needs discussing. I think I think it should be brought up. <laughs> None. Fuck no. you. I do think we should all take a moment of silence at the start of this, though, <laughs> just to light a candle in mourning for all the gays that will not get dick in uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it Rotterdam this year. In Rotterdam this year, yeah. when they were expecting to. Regardless, yeah. the um, whenever I went two years ago to Lisbon, uh, I think I texted you, our mutual friend. Um, with a prediction of what most of the gays that were there would look like. Yes, because we were both there and never saw yeah, each we other. <laughs> and and almost, almost exclusively, <laughs> almost exclusively, all of the all of the gay fans were um, twinks who were now in their fifties, but were still mm-hmm. dressing like they were in their twenties with mm-hmm. um, frosted tipped, uh, mm-hmm. spiky hair. So, including celebrity guest Ryan. Yes. He was in the pub one night. The um, he was, but the, I overheard a conversation between like two of these couples who were both like in their forties or fifties, and they were having a competition about who loved Eurovision more. And the winning couple <laughs> was the rather put upon husband who didn't love Eurovision at all, but his husband did, and he was like. Well, mine starts talking about suicide in November because it's the furthest point away from Eurovision and none of the new songs have been released. And that was the winning. Me and my friend Mark, when we went, we played a competition to see who could see the most Bobo Bear t-shirts. Nice. And there, I got to 60 plus. Why do gays wear Bobo Bear t-shirts? This is like my Room 101 thing. They're fucking awful. Okay. Okay, love. This is, this is, you have to come back again and discuss this. You missed the basic episode. I'm sorry we didn't include Bobo Bear. We had so many other things to, yeah. to add. It's oh, awful. And, and also, I don't think Matt owns a Bobo Bear. Or maybe he does. I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's not made it to the no. provinces yet. Genuinely don't. Oh, fuck you. I'm going to Google it. Go on, carry on speaking. I, okay... I okay. I don't know them, and we will leave the but. question of whether I would buy them aside. <laughs> okay. Halloween section. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm sold. So. Um, oh, there's a Santa. Oh God. There's a lot of Santas. Well, he's of he's quite is. a famous bear, Matt. There's Santa fingering a ginger elf. Because who doesn't want to wear that to Tesco? <laughs> well, I've seen that on Pornhub, I think. Uh, Pete, was, take charge. This was a great, great decision. Okay, next. 
Next what? Hang on, you said next. You haven't actually talked about Eurovision no, no, yet. No, no, that's the intro. We're the intros, We've though. done the intro. <laughs> oh, that's the fucking intro. Yes. <laughs> do, Fuck my life. Do you see what job I get left with for editing? <laughs> this is a ball lake, isn't it? Jesus yes. Christ. <laughs> this is so validating for me. There's nothing, there's nothing of any use in that. <laughs> There's, there's nothing. There is. There is a concise two-minute intro from that 43 minutes of recording. The main point. So, we're going to discuss the sad times of Eurovision. We're going to yeah. talk about... Uh, I would like to talk about a couple of entries that, unfortunately, will not be gracing the Eurovision stage this year. Um... And uh, then we're also going to... Oh, this, this year's music? Yes. Uh, and then uh, we'll also discuss our Make Your Own Super Gay, Totally Democratically Picked, Not At All Fixed yeah. Eurovision yeah. event. Uh, obviously, they've cancelled Eurovision. Yeah, many, very tragic. Many a gay cried. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there, there was In all seriousness, <laughs> I did actually see so many gays being like, oh shit, this is when I know it's serious. I mean, I don't understand how they didn't know it was serious before. This well, like, I mean, it, it really annoys me. It's like when whenever we voted leave and people were like, "Oh, can we leave Eurovision as well? Can, do we have to go? Do we still have to do the Euro Football Championships?" It's like, mm. I mean, Northern Ireland don't do it anyway. But we're part of the United Kingdom. Don't talk about the football. I'm trying to be straight. <laughs> uh, OMF, our mutual friend, you say you haven't listened to any of the songs from this year no so my rule is always that unless I'm going obviously um, I'm not allowed to listen to any of the songs of that year so that when I watch it in May it's all a surprise and I can base my opinion on the songs truthfully yeah that, and I, I fully agree with that Matt does not agree with that but we'll get no, to that I we'll get agree. to this in a second no um, I do agree with that because... I always try not to watch them I just got seduced by the twerking bear this year yeah so due to the twerking bear I mean but he's but he's not uh, I, uh, Matt it's just once again a symbol of how awful you yeah. are <laughs> so I, I mean a strong part of bear twitter disagrees with you perhaps you said bear twitter means your argument's already invalidated <laughs> You really should have been here for the basic episode. I agree with you, our mutual friend, that we, uh, you should, your vision, it's a little bit like the Olympics. You don't want a spoiler. You 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 want to see what the, what they bring on the night. So I agree. Traditionally, like you, I do not listen to any of the songs um, beforehand. However, I have made two exceptions this year. One, the bloody twerking bear because I couldn't yeah. fucking avoid it. And the other one is Iceland because my illustrious co-host, not known yeah. for his basicness, said that it was the best song that had ever been created in Eurovision and was a banger I definitely did so it's not there, like definitely it. did not use any of those words I have never used the phrase <laughs> banger in my life are you kidding me so I'm so offended <laughs> I watched I watched the um, the Icelandic entry I watched both their official music video and their their live selection um, performance on Icelandic television which cheerful for anyone that has it is the same dance well yeah it's the same and that dance. is important i've got a couple of thoughts matt one it's a mm. shit song it's not it, shit. it's pretty shit it's mediocre it's really i can't remember no. what it sounded like it's one of the few eurovision songs that I, I don't usually watch them beforehand but it's one of the few that i've almost immediately had stuck in my head right well i did not also 
I can't even remember what it's called. It's like Think About You or Think About Something. Think About Things. That's it, yeah. My my immediate thoughts were, this is what happens when the maths club has to do a stage show. And then, That's and then as I watched and then as I watched some more, I thought, God, they're bored. And then I realised just how incredibly creepy it was. <laughs> but that's the shtick. That's the whole point. Yeah, no, it's just creepy. So no, it's brilliant. My next thought is Russia. I yeah. I would quite like I think I might talk for an entire episode on the Russian music video. There's so much to unpack. First of all, um potential for cultural appropriation russians singing a uh, spanish song in spanish that, kinda that's an issue it's a sort of random well, it's a random mixture of languages yeah um they are all so angry with each other like there's side I mean, looks the main guy is singing in a very menacing tone the whole way through um, i don't think i don't think it's anger or menace i think they're just russian right okay Um, Both of the two male singers are wearing see-through shirts, one white, one one pink, and they're both covered in a variety of body tattoos. He has a basic bear tattoo on his chest. Yeah, he has got a basic bear. (laughs) One of them's got a bear and a paw, and and the number night's nearly five. Yeah. Which, if that's I mean, my, when he was born, he has not aged well. No. Um, my main thought on seeing that video was, I didn't think a lot of this was allowed in Russia. Well, yeah. Like, so, genuinely, that was my thought. So, one of... One, the last point I've made, so I'll skip through a lot. Uh, the last point I've made is that it's so gay. It's really it's gay. It's so like, gay. Um, the, the bear is, A, super clearly gay bear, but also is literally voguing and twerking. Like, it's not even like you could just it's not even like Eurovision straight that's everyone else is gay yeah it's full gay <laughs> um, so my boyfriend was telling me that he he obviously found the video and then did a deep dive um, uh-huh. to try and find the bear I think I assume but he found some uh, tweets and videos from the, the lead singer who accidentally ended up at like Euro Pride or, or some like Brussels Pride or something accidentally um, um, and there's videos of, of him basically denying that it's pride and that all the rainbows are just because everyone's happy. And the, guy, <laughs> and, the, and the guy he's with going, no, it's gay pride. And they, he's, he's quite adamant that, no, it's just because they're happy. So I don't know if that's homophobic or just gay erasure. Self, but sort of self-preservation. Yeah. Um, the, it's very catchy. Yeah. This is the thing that annoys me the most about it is that I probably would have voted for it. Obviously, I've not heard all the songs, but it's very catchy. Um, I've renamed the very angry backing singer, female backing singer, Anna Freed, uh, a la ABBA, because she clearly wants to take down the main singer. And um, also the voguing bear at the end of the song, he genuinely looks scared. He doesn't look like he's there voluntarily. Um, As far as I'm aware, he's not actually properly part of the band. No, he's not. I don't really know how he's ended up in that. They are basically... So I actually went through their back catalogue. Of course you did. Just to see if you could find the bear again. Well, they're they're quite good. No, I didn't do it on YouTube. I did it on Spotify, so I had no visuals. I was doing this for the love of the music, Pete. Um, They are basically sort of like, as far as I can tell, Russian equivalent of like aqua crossed with goldie looking chain they've only recently done started to do this whole pop thing like they started off as like a kind of comedy punk band um and some of them are quite actually quite political but um some of them are also pure trash (laughs) but yeah (laughs) 
I quite like them. I think they're really good. I think they've done really well. I mean, as I say, it 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 annoys me that I've probably listened to the song about twenty times in the last six weeks. Our mutual friend, have you avoided? Have you? caved and listen to these now that it's been cancelled no so I, I've heard the UK entry huh. yeah. why um, because I always do yeah. because I always pick the UK and it's fine it's okay like it's not it's it's much better than before but it's not good I'm not um, horrified I've, that we're not getting to air it <laughs> yeah um, I've, so I've not heard I've heard bits of all of the songs like I've heard like a bit of the one that says Cleopatra yeah because she says Cleopatra a lot. There's a the um, lesbian one that's like, I don't know if I'm straight or gay or a lesbian yes, or whether I'm heard, Cleopatra. Correct. I've heard a snippet of that. I've heard a bit of Switzerland, which is a ballad. Have you heard Sweden? And about it. The, the Mamas. No, I haven't, but I don't think it's probably it's very good. It's not brilliant, but it popped up It popped up on YouTube's autoplay and uh, after Russia... And it just started playing, and, and 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 for a split second, I thought, "Oh, are those the backing singers from last year?" And then I thought, "No, you're being racist." <laughs> just because they're, they're three big black women does not mean they're the same three big black women as last year. Um, are they? They are. They're the same. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're the backing same. singers. <laughs> Although they, there were four last year, and uh, one quit. the founding the founder of, of them quit. So they've chucked out. They've chucked <laughs> out the person that brought them all together, and now they're representing. It's very sugar babes, very sugar babes, although with an extra bit of chunk. Um, um, wow. Um, my favourite thing about the mummers is like most countries have gone like, oh, don't worry, you can take part again. The mummers are like, nah. <laughs> like you have to requalify. Yeah. Sorry. Sweden take it seriously. <laughs> they take it seriously. I was actually surprised when I was doing like sort of our best of Eurovision. More on that later. I did not realise how many people have come back and done Eurovision multiple times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's loads of people. So especially some of them are like so like it's only like one of their songs that we know because it's gone down in like Eurovision like icon kind of stuff. But it'll be like their fifth attempt or something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh finally they nailed it. Yeah, um, San Marino, Johnny Logan. San Marino have two singers. And there was a girl, the girl who did the social network song. Yeah. She, she, she was, she represented them three, I think it was three times in a row, definitely two years in a row. Um, but she changed her color of her hair. Um, so it wasn't quite as obvious. Um, but Lena, who won for Germany in 2010, yeah, she, she represented them in 2011. Yeah. Cause you know, I remember that a, one. A standard German Eurovision tactic if it worked one year it's bound to work again and you know like Sergei Lavrov's come back Ryback's back Johnny Logan I think Cliff Richard did it twice you mentioned Charlotte uh, you mentioned Lena I think Lena's second song was better than the one that yeah one. I don't like Satellite I think it must have been a really shit year I don't yeah, really understand Satellite's mayor. in that case why did you pick Satellite as your to- as your third but not her other song did I not no, no. <laughs> no you picked sis- Sisters Cascada yeah. and Satellite right, listen, I have I, we need to so we're going to start talking about our, think, our Eurovision I think we need to explain it yeah yeah but before before we do it, I have written down in my notes, our mutual friend, please explain Sisters as your number one pick for Germany. Go. <laughs> because it's so homoerotic and it shouldn't it's be. It's the worst song that's ever existed. And Sisters! And was in my they're, choice. They're sitting there screaming Sisters at each other from like centuries away from each other's face, screaming the word at them while the picture of women behind them. And it's, there's so much sexual tension equally about sisters it's, it's incredible 
It's 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 amazing. You don't have a sister. Also, do Germany. You? Did, no, this is true. <laughs> um, I'd also say Germany haven't had many good songs. No, they haven't. I mean, I'm looking at our choices no. now, and all four of us, I mean, all four of us, on, choice, on, chose Cascada. Matt's boyfriend Ed. picked fucking ghosts. Yeah, I, I, I have. I, You're coming for me for sisters. Sisters pisses all over. We're gonna get to. We're gonna get to the voting system and just how independent all of the voters were uh, in, oh, okay. in a minute. Um, <laughs> okay. Matt and our mutual friend, since you came up with this, would you like to explain to uh, to the listener? Fine. Okay, we originally what? decided to do this. I think just when we thought. It, it might get cancelled um, so we decided to do a best of Eurovision instead so every country that currently competes we would decide their best song and have a night of that and then it developed because we went into lockdown so we ended up with a voting system so that we could pick between us and then I've really got a bit all out and like we've got a video that has like full on video idents and a, an interval and an intro and a voting system and um, by the time you hear this podcast it will have aired two days before we will have had our party but the main thing was the voting choices so we've got all the countries and then there are four of us that we got to play me pete um uh, our mutual friend and my boyfriend and we all for each country had picked our top three and then we added those together at the end so like it would be the one with the most points so if it was like the first choice it got three points then two points for second choice one point for third choice then we added them all together to see which one won um and that was very diplomatic and uh, it went totally smoothly and none of you picked stupid fucking songs I or think, anything like that i think you mean democratic not diplomatic i meant democratic yeah because <laughs> right. it definitely like wasn't fucking diplomatic would you like to explain how your boyfriend multiple times has exactly the same order as you <laughs> <laughs> well actually there are not multiple to- there's only like a few and one of them was pure flute <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah i'm just i'm just i'm just going from the top armenia azerbaijan both identical armenia is not the same <laughs> armenia is the same no it's not oh no it's not he's got jan jan yeah there we go slander i think there's only actually one where we've got identical ones and actually he's got more overlap with you he's got two that are the same as yours <laughs> this man has prepared his comeback <laughs> yeah. but so the pro- was not sitting if you're so yeah. the problem was i'm concerned so, that my- both of you have picked oh jardin for number one for portugal we love which that is song. one of the worst songs that's ever been sung no it's incorrect. awful although i will um, i will concede that it's better than Telemobilis. Telemobilis is a banger. <laughs> okay, I, I have some that I would like to take issue with. And first of all, I would like to take issue with everything that our mutual friend chose as a general. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Right, okay, okay. No, no, right. Come for me, tell okay, me. Tell so me. Most, right, most of mine and most of my boyfriend skewed towards like some more classic Eurovision. You guys are mm-hmm. insufferably hipster, by which I mean you've basically chosen Europop bangers from the last four years. No, 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 no we have no, not. I I'm sorry. I we, chose we two them. from the 70s. Three from That's the seventies. The the only the only old ones that we've got have gotten in because of me and Pete. Hang on, I picked my UK entries. Ooh, ah, just a little bit. Yeah, and blue. <laughs> That's a good song. Yeah, <laughs> Lee Ryan missing all the high notes. Iconic. Sweden, you've got number one ABBA, number two Euphoria, number three Heroes. Your boyfriend yeah. has got number one Heroes, number two Euphoria, number three ABBA. Yes. So he's God, just copied them self- in the wrong order. No, because any self-respecting person, but on a best of Eurovision has to fucking include ABBA no they don't the fact that you yes they do and the fact that you no. didn't include Dada International is upsetting enough that I've snuck her in anyway who so what am I defending, defending me and you have to defend why we didn't choose
choose a perfectly fine song from 40 years ago. Yeah. What I'm going to say is what we're having to defend is uh, Matt's obsession with fucking Lordy, which isn't very Lordy is so a terrible catchy. shows how basic Matt is with his opinions on Eurovision. Incorrect. I can you calling <laughs> us hipster, what you really mean is we've watched it beyond the last six years. That doesn't... Like, you've just accused me of picking Lordy, which is older. A lot older. I hate to break it to you, it's getting on for 11 years old. Also, again, I can still again, sing it. Finland, That's the key. Exactly the same songs, different order. Yeah. Because they are definitively the best songs. Johnny Logan Please, and Dan. for Together. Together by Ryan O'Shaughnessy. Together by Ryan O'Shaughnessy. I would also. Weird Irish name. Yeah. yeah. Awful song. I would also like you guys to offer a defense of why we have fucking well ended up with Golden Boy as our best entry for Israel. Because it's great, and the rest of Israel's not great. It's fucking dreadful. No, Golden Boy's good. Golden Boy's good. I say that. I, apparently I had it as my third but like it's <laughs> so the problem with the setup of it was what we ended up with on loads of it was the listing is probably the person it's closest to is probably Pete's selection because yours was like middle of the middle of the road between like the obvious ones and the not obvious ones friends. our mutual friends so often like so me Pete and my boyfriend will all have like the popular one on there and then you won't have even put it on yours so we all end up with the one that we've picked like third because we all yes. kind of agree uh, well it's not the best one but it's alright so loads of times we've got the eh, I guess one because of you <laughs> Matt that's democracy I know it's so annoying so tell me tell me give me some options that you disagree with and I will justify myself oh wow okay well okay first of all why does Australia not have zero gravity because it's not as good as Sound of Silence which should have won um, Sound of Silence should have won and beaten I will, so that's clearly the strongest song. I will allow that Sign of Silence is actually a very good song. I just adore Zero Gravity and it was Rob. Tonight, again, good song, decent song. Um, we Got Love was definitely drunk aunt at Oh, either. she was but, such fun. I only discovered today... But I equally, at that point, was just as drunk, so therefore I really I only discovered today <laughs> that she was a... Um, she was an interval act in, like, 2014. Whatever year... She whatever was, year yes. they, they first turned up and she was pretty drunk dancing then my ones that I am offended about for you guys <laughs> there's not there's not many but um, the fact that no one else really went for congratulations by Sylvia Knight yeah. which is one of those which is iconic as, a, as uh, Matt did also it's the one that we've picked yeah shut up your wind gin have yeah. we yeah. <laughs> have we <laughs> that was because I think that's the one that we had the biggest split on there's like the none Maybe. of them barely got any that, points so Sylvia I think Knight. that was the three way tie yeah we had uh, yeah might have been happy with that one um, the fact that Wago took a loss to get to the winning point that Matt <laughs> uh, so Matt and Pete didn't put Fuego in there okay. I would like to take issue with the fact that for Ireland all you wrote in the box was they're all shit I mean I find that culturally quite racist I mean, could I put, like, My Lovely Horse, whatever it's called, by... Uh, no, because there isn't a Eurovision uh, live I do, however, performance accept, of that. I do, however, accept that you've just put their old shit for Italy. Again, and true. And Croatia. Again, and true. And North Macedonia, and Poland, and San Marino. <laughs> 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 I mean, I do hope that... Oh, I, mean, I do hope that there's a, there's a, there's a, a good pee break run of songs in this... Uh, 
<laughs> in the running order because you know no it's a good mix the actual running order is really strong I do agree with him on North Macedonia I scratched my way to oh it was two. a slog wasn't it <laughs> uh, it was yeah. it was difficult but I mean you've written God they're so shit Matt as your third After option two, yeah yeah uh, I can't remember I'll be honest I, I really love Tamara Pride from last year I know neither of you liked it but I don't care Dance Alone is one of the worst songs I think I've ever listened to but I had to put it second <laughs> and I'll be honest I don't remember what the third one was I'm looking at it and I don't know what what that song is I genuinely was being quite diplomatic that like if I couldn't pick three that were good I decided not to pick any because then it made sure I didn't have like a three pointer and no two points and one point. So I was trying to be I was trying to be good and helpful but I mean it has fine come for me like the, I'm very happy I'm very happy that Twin Twin Mustache was on so was on was on everyone's <laughs> list. I'm so yes. I'm so pleased because they got no points when they actually performed, and it's their only song ever. Um, their chance for redemption. I don't even think they they um, they charted in France, um, <laughs> but I that's genuinely that song is one of the songs that if I hear it, I, it just it just instantly puts me in a really good mood. Um, so I'm very pleased. I'm very pleased that it might get some point. Um, also, I'm very <laughs> pleased that our that the the Dutch entry is uh, "Ding a Ding" by Teaching from yes. the seventies. Um, yes. That that's made me very happy. I was sad that I could only choose three songs for a decent number of countries. I know we've just talked about how much of a slog Correct. this was, but there were some that really so genuine. I Ukraine, know. Estonia, Sweden, and Spain. Ukraine, yeah, a phenomenal one. Eurovision, yeah. Um, Sweden, despite the fact that we were disagreeing because I've put Abba on there, Sweden knocks it out of the park. <laughs> they have so many good yeah. songs. I'm surprised you haven't complained about my choices for Ukraine. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You cunt. <laughs> but it's fine. The reason I've forgiven you for that is because the rest of us unanimously uh, unanimously picked Verka, no, therefore I- invalidating your, your crazy choices. I... I would like to stand up for our mutual friend because um, I don't remember what Shady Lady was, but I do feel that it was fun. Shady Lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. good. I agree that I do not... I I agree with our mutual friend. Verka is not a great song. It is such an assault on the eyes (laughs) that it's... I couldn't not put it first. It is it is to me exactly what Eurovision is meant to be. It is visually assaulting. It makes no sense lyrically. Yeah. It's in seven or eight different languages. It's clearly a shade towards Russia and um, Ukraine said we don't want to do that we don't want to put a man in a dress or no one will vote for us they'll all think we're gay and it came second overall when we were doing the thing there's the difference between is that sometimes I'm like there are some songs that are technically better songs but then there are just some, yes. the, some songs that are just iconic either as performances or Eurovision moments and I tend to go more for the Euro- I- iconic Eurovision moments and you guys are like no I think you'll find that this one that didn't qualify in the semi-final was actually a really good pop song I will say that 
Because we said Ukraine is so good at it. Ukraine are brilliant. They smash it every single year. Verka dancing, uh, dancing national to bite is clearly an okay song, but it upset you so much that, I didn't put it in there. <laughs> that you stuck to that your girl. To, I know. The absolute <laughs> point of it. I was like, no. But to be fair, if any other country it would have been in there, yeah. Ukraine have got some genuine. Ukra- so I was like, they it did. wasn't like I was putting. It wasn't. I was putting shit in there to fill it up. <laughs> I put in three decent yeah. songs. It's fine. It won anyway. But maybe it upset you. Um, yeah, exactly. I so. mean, Matt, just just to just to you know bring you back to the point you've just made about our yeah. iconic um eurovision performances can yeah. you tell me anything iconic that happened when abba did their performance of waterloo yeah they were just abba <laughs> yeah it wasn't that iconic was it it was just four people no, on the stage standing being boring well that's what all of the old ones are like that's all ding a ding is uh if you'd all voted for Genghis Khan from Germany, you'd have noticed they're not, they, they weren't all being boring. Brotherhood of Man had a little dance. Sandy Shaw didn't yeah. wear shoes. The only thing I'll give to Matt is Benny back in the day was really quite cute. You've got Google and such. <laughs> I did discover that I have like a particular attachment to one year in the 2000? 2009. Several, no, 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 no. Back before that. Uh, it must be before that. It would have been while I was at school. So it would have been before 2004. And there's one, like there's several of mine are from that particular year. And I think it's just because it's the year that A, I remember watching it on TV and I don't remember how because we didn't have one. But we watched it on TV and all so we had the CD Goodness. so like I remember loads so we listened to the CD loads so I remember loads of the songs so I think they're iconic but it turns out they're co- totally forgotten might that have might, <laughs> might you, your, your sister with the short hair and sensible shoes have procured the CD <laughs> no no I bought it for my dad for Father's Day my dad was a massive Eurovision fan <laughs> there's a lot to unpack so, there I shut up my dad was a massive Eurovision fan we used to so we used to listen to it on the radio we used to have a pad and paper and we it's like it's one of the few things that me and my dad actually used to do together we used to listen to it and we used to make notes which is why i still do that now i make notes and like now i did it as a spreadsheet and last year we did it on like a spreadsheet on a projector but i always take notes because it's what me and my dad used to do together and his favorite eurovision song was a dutch song from the 80s that came second which is my wild card so at the end of it we've all picked a song that didn't chart and that's my wild card and none of you all have ever heard of it and i don't give a shit it's in there because it was my dad's favorite song nice that's cute yeah except the actual performance on eurovision wasn't very good so it's it's a performance that she did 20 years later as an encore. Fine. <laughs> but we allowed it for the uh, for the wildcard. I mean, you say we allowed it. I don't remember being consulted on that. Do you, our mutual friend? I made up the rules. Well, didn't you, haven't you got the song that didn't make it to Eurovision? Yes. My wildcard is going to be that exactly. My wildcard needs to be Siren Song by Marrow. Yeah. Which it is. Which I listened to. Which is a phenomenal, phenomenal song, but was completely screwed over by the Ukrainian contingent because they tried to make her pay for her own flights and accommodation and everything to go yeah. um, and so she said nah you're right love and fucked off and so <laughs> we missed out on the problem yeah, winner so here's my question to our mutual friend because I don't know the answer to this myself because I also love mm-hmm. that song if that song had been eligible for this competition would it have been your number one Ukrainian pick correct I think it might have been mine. It's a very, it is good, a very good song. Have you heard her actual back no, catalogue? I think I've listened to. It's all a bit. I think like I've that listened song. to two others, two other songs of hers, which I both liked. But I sent you one. I sent you one the other day where she gets a vagina out. Uh, I mean, you said. I know it feels like the other day, but it, it was definitely at least a month ago. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> time is a construct I'm not going to do anymore <laughs> <laughs> okay well you semi-justified your decisions I mean I don't feel like I have to justify my decisions at all sadly not because it's a 
fucking democracy. Yeah. Opinions are like arseholes. Everybody's yeah. got one. Can you... Wow. And yours gets used too much. <laughs> so. I mean, again, talking of um, Eurovision and my, my fabulous mother, she's good friends with um, one of the entries from the UK um, Andy Abraham the singing dustman she's genuine friends with him don't and he came last him. No, we Matt, always come last he sang, that doesn't Matt be quiet we're just, we're sang, just letting he, he this hang in if. the air he sang even if even if the world stops the loving I can never stop loving you keep going sing a shady lady <laughs> I've already done that oh sing us uh, what other shit did you pick sing us uh, <laughs> <laughs> sing me oh, golden shit, boy if it's that good I'm your golden boy <laughs> come here to enjoy oh, and to enjoy <laughs> And before you leave, let me show you Tel Aviv. Okay, right, okay. Sing me I Love Belarus. I love Belarus, got it in my mind. I love Belarus. If love was a crime. Deep inside. If love was a crime, we could be sisters. Sisters! Warrior. Um. Ooh, ooh, I'm a warrior. Congratulations. Inside my, um, congratulations. I have a Taboo. Oh. You picked it as number one. <laughs> yeah, it's shit. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay, Igranka. Oh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> the wheels have come off. You were doing so well. I can't, no, I can't sing that one because it's that weird technical that one where the dress up is. Okay. <laughs> Sing the Sunstroke Project one that you picked as number one. Run away. Uh, run away? Yeah. Um, oh, fucking hell, it's Epic Facts, man. Um, oh, I won't forget. Let me breathe. Let me leave. Just run away Gina G. from my life. Ooh, uh, just a little bit. Ooh, uh, a little bit more. Ooh, Lorene. Uh, just a little bit. You're euphoria. Okay. And then. Forever to the end of time. The big deep breath, because you need to give this one everything. Beauty never lies. Beauty never lies. Da, da, da. Oh, oh come on. You need the belting bit. The belting bit. Certainly I can say I am. <laughs> Different and it's okay. Here I am. Um, Here I am. Tell it, tell him, Mobiles. <laughs> oh fuck! Seeing <laughs> as you guys bizarre. loved it so much, could you just end on Cascada? Uh, I don't um, even know what the song's okay. called. Um, um, glorious, glorious. Together no, till the euphoria. end. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it's a copy. Is it? Is it? I'm gonna say, is it the one? Is it not the one they got bollocked for being a copy? Yeah, of it's, it's it's from the next year. <laughs> this is what Germany does every time. <laughs> they just go, what one last year? We'll just do it again. That's why they picked Lena to come back. Um, <laughs> Would you like to guess which one we agreed on the most? Oh, I think um, I have looked ooh. at this. Uh, I'm gonna say you're ignoring. Um, Dancing that shit to buy. No, there's three. No, that one was that one was quite split. There's four. There is, there's, there's four that got eleven points. There are there is no unanimous completely, but there are several with eleven points. It's all about you because there was nothing else good for Albania. Uh, no, that got seven. <laughs> uh, we have Conchita. Of course. Yeah. Uh, we have I stand. Yeah. Can I just point out? What's that? What's that song? It's, it's that I song? stand from the Czech Republic. Famously, it was the first song ever. Whenever they started reading out the public votes in a clump, it was the song that was zero points. Um, How's it go? 
It's a very slow ballad. There are not many Czech Republic songs to pick from. Yeah, I think that one was not because of the quality of the song, but yeah. because we had slim pickings. Um, we I don't know how it goes. Nearly all picked Warrior. Of course. Yeah. And we nearly all picked Beauty Never Lies. Okay. So so countries where they've been shite apart from one semi decent song. Pretty much, yeah. I mean that's otherwise it would never get there. The one we were split on the most was Cyprus and Italy. No, I take it back. Slovenia. I see. Slovenia. No one else picked Havlane. Oh, no, Slovenia was the one where Havlane. No. Yeah, no. Slovenia is the one where when I went back, they've got loads of amazing songs, but no one remembers any of them. I would like to submit as amazing the one that I picked as first, which is called Energy, which is a ridiculous '90s pop song with an orchestra in the middle of it that, like, where they all pretend to play like <laughs> virtuoso piano on stage. It's really weird. Also, it's so could I just point out that, see that Love Symphony that I picked as my number one also has a ran- is also pretty much the same song it's got a random orchestra in the middle of it it's a quartet maybe we should I, I, that was the one in the middle of it it's like we should have a Slovenia night they're underrated <laughs> I don't think so Matt I'll be honest look let's see how long lockdown goes on let's <laughs> <laughs> like, give it two weeks <laughs> oh god anyway right next Does your mother know? Our mutual friend, does your mother know that you caught an SDI from the guy who propositioned me last time I was in London? Uh, no, she does not. Okay. Are you ashamed of it, our mutual friend? No, have you seen him? Yes. <laughs> um, is this where Pete's going to ask me to retell the whole story? No, I'm not. No. Uh, I mean, no, but it sounds like you want to, so go on. No, yes. I can't tell this story. Well, no, it's a good job it. that I can tell it from memory. So, <laughs> this is the one. So, this is the one who, while... I, I assume he discovered this whilst in the process of bottoming for you that that you were a graphic designer and so started to show you his portfolio and that is not a euphemism have i got Correct. the story right okay i just have some questions about this first of all do you make that much like l- little impact that that's all he had to do <laughs> second of all this does imply that he only discovered midway through sex that you were a graphic designer which does imply that you were having that conversation while inside him Correct. Why? It wasn't my choice. It was very much his choice. Well, you clearly volunteered um, the information at some point. I went along with it because he's really hot. You know the small talk can stop, like, once there's penetration? Um, it was a, it was a fun experience. But yes, while he was sat on my penis, <laughs> he did ask to, what I did for a career, and I replied, graphic design, and he went, leant over, while still <laughs> stood on, to grab his iPad and ask me to show him my Dropbox so <laughs> I could show him my my, uh, my portfolio. <laughs> I mean, I just the it right. <laughs> if, if the world had more multitaskers like this, we'd get a lot more things done. So, so what we're saying is, he mounts you. You're having sex, and that's when he chooses to ask what your profession is. I don't know Correct. if that's a compliment or a, like, like, oh, well, oh, is this your job or like, if this is your job, give it up. Well, the the, the fun thing from that, so when when it was all done and it was very enjoyable, he told me that I was one of the best tops he'd ever been with, which was a lovely compliment because he's uh, had a few <laughs> until um, until about a year later when I hooked up with someone else who told me 
that the man had said the exact same thing to him. As, as one of the few men in London that have not been inside this person, you know, he, <laughs> he's a busy man. He's got, he's got a full-time career and a long, long list of appointments. Um, so he's got, he's got to, he's got to multitask. He's, he, he doesn't have time to ask you what your career right. is until he is literally, you're, until you're literally balls deep inside him. I mean, you say that. But I will again clarify, it was very good. <laughs> I went back a second time, so... Okay, point of clarification number three. <laughs> Did you go back the second time before or after you knew you'd caught an STI? The second time is when I got it. But your mother doesn't know. <laughs> my mum knows a lot of things, but she does not know that. There, there, there are there are limits to my relationship with my mother, interesting. and um, STDs is one of them. That's interesting, because when I suggested that we play this with you with Pete, Pete was like, no, he tells his mother everything. He tells us that you and your mum are close, and so there's probably, probably close, not... Probably actually. Probably not a lot of things that she doesn't know. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, well, I'm, I'm going to admit to saying I have heard the podcast before, um, <laughs> and uh, whenever you do a does your mother know, and you're you two are always like, oh no, she's religious, or oh no, uh, you know, she's Irish, Irish. family. Um, oh, it's like for me, it's just like, yeah, of course she fucking knows. Yeah. There's there's not a lot to be fair that she doesn't know. We're pretty we're pretty chill. But so. that's why we managed to get 16 episodes out of playing it with me and Pete, and we'd only get one there out of playing exactly. it with you. <laughs> well, except we can only really play it with me now because Matt, you ruined it yeah I mean, last time I saw my mum I taught her what prep was that was fun that was useful yeah. she didn't ask me if I was on it but you know my mum just just by comparison once worked for a charity um, who had I can't remember what it stood for but one of the teams within the charity the, the team name was SCAT and she used, <laughs> she used to talk about going to the SCAT team meeting and it's just like please stop <laughs> please next In time, our mutual, our friend, mutual friend, Quickfire. What do you wish you could ideally tell your father? Quickfire. There's a clue in the name. I, I there's nothing really. Stop sending me boomer memes. Okay, that was fun. Okay, what bit of you do? What bit of you do your parents not understand? I'm rubbish at this because my mum just gets me. Okay, great. How has your family damaged you? If you give me a no to that one, I'm slapping you. Are you gonna laugh at me when I say because they've been too supportive? Hunt. Right. Okay. Well, we're not doing any more fucking. Right. Okay. So the family pile is no use because there's not enough damage. So I'm moving yes, to the correct. relationships pile. That's genuinely what I'm talking about. My therapist, my family being far too supportive in my, my okay. upbringing years. Okay. So, uh, wow. Your therapy is so different to Pete's. Right. <laughs> what do you think that your partner, if you had one, would most wish oh. to change about you? Chill the fuck out. Sorry. So many of these assume you have a partner. I'm just skipping them. I'm just too perfect. Yeah. What's the worst thing that you've ever called a previous partner in a heated argument? But he was Australian, so he probably thought that was a compliment first. What part of your body do you worry might put a lover off? My face. I was going to make a joke and say that. <laughs> I can't do it if you just reply. Okay. Um, in what way do you think you might be described as bad in bed by, it says an uncharitable person, but I'm going to edit that to someone who's accurately describing you? There's one thing I know I'm not very good at, but I'm not going to say it on this. Okay, cool. Tell us it as soon as we've all definitely stopped recording in a minute. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you had to leave your current orientation and have a straight encounter, what would you want your lover to be like? Or better yet, tell us who it would be. Uh, Mila Kunis, every day of the week. Okay. Because she's hot and funny, she wouldn't laugh at me, she'd be supportive. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Lastly, um, with whom is it not just revolting, but a little frightening to have to imagine having sex? Thanks. Hey. 
the feeling is like, I can't feel, think of anything worse. Very, very can't think of anything worse. Like this is this has been the whole thing. Like as we said before, on paper we should fancy each other, but there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing, and it genuinely makes feel a bit gross. And on that Imagine note, you're quite sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, by all means, I was going to wrap up. I was going to wrap up there, but but do go into detail. That's good. Keep going. It's just the idea of Pete making eye contact with you while doing it, you know? Oh, so eye contact. So you've considered the position. <laughs> it's just, it just, it, it makes me sad. So, but you're saying you'd be on your back, or are you considering that into a mirror? How? Hang on. How do you make eye contact while you're? Oh, hang on, on your back. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I'm being stupid. It's yeah. been a while um, since he's had sex, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? Do we need to send you a diagram? No, I was very clever. I had sex the day before lockdown. Next. Okay, that was our show. That was episode 17. Thank you very much to our mutual friend for um, joining us for this super short episode. <laughs> oh, God. One hour of 53 recording. Yeah. So we will be back in two weeks' time, um, which I believe will be early May. It may even be. It's around our mutual friend's birthday. So so that would be nice. should be May the 5th. May the 5th. See you all in two weeks. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, or even if you didn't enjoy the show, feel free to get in touch with us. You can reach us uh, on Instagram at The Variety Show. You can reach us on Facebook, um, also at The Variety Show, or through our website at thevarietyshow.com. Uh, some credits the theme is by Purple Planet and our logo uh, art is by Tito Bravo uh, and if you did enjoy the show um, genuinely it would mean a lot to us uh, just uh, to rate um, rate review and recommend uh, it really is uh, important for like kind of uh, startup podcasts uh, to just get the word out there to recommend it to friends you're far more likely to listen to something that a friend has told you to listen to um, apart from me who never listens to anything that he recommends me but don't use me as a good example no one ever has Uh, We will see you all in two weeks. Bye. I've I've met our mutual friend's housemate and we had a a lovely exchange for a minute when you were still allowed to do things like um, share cans. We said goodbye and I went and got into my car and I then got a text uh, saying that his husband had asked him if he was on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Because he has a type. Mm -hmm. Which is not Pete, just to clarify. Yeah. I need to make that very clear. Mm. Though you did um, approve of hotter Pete that we found on Instagram. Because the the word at the beginning of that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... I'm hot so pink. alone. But then again, like, you know, I'm a hot twink that Pete doesn't fancy, so... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> There's so oh. much to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's literally so much. <laughs>